Hey, potential podcast listeners, let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. And Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit or prefer the convenience and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com potential and get 25% off your test using code POTENTIAL25. Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being, and let's get checked. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more, this is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. I'm joined by my co-hosts and fellow pirate, Taylor Sokol. Today we're reviewing the second season of the period romantic comedy series, Our Flag Means Death. This streams on Max and was created by David Jenkins. We thoroughly enjoyed the first season, and now we have a second season that came out, and we're going to get into it. So... We will be doing some minor spoilers. Um, again, this is kind of one of those fun shows where like, it's not like a huge amount of plot going on, but uh, we'll do some minor spoilers as we talk about these characters and our thoughts for season two. So you've been warned. Spoiler warning. Taylor Sokol. <laughs> Taylor Sokol. Taylor, give us a brief synopsis of the show and where we kind of left off with season one going into season two. So the whole premise of the show, uh, for those joining us, it's set in the 18th century during the Golden Age of Piracy. And we follow uh, the gentleman turned pirate, Steed Bonnet, and his crew above the revenge and how they cross paths with famed pirate Blackbeard. So throughout the season uh, one, you know, Steed, you know, survives and he, him and him and Blackbeard really bond. And, uh, but that bond threatens um, some of the established crew, including, uh, First mate Izzy Hans, and a lot of people aren't really happy about this kind of partnership. And they have a romance, and they they fall in love, and they end up going in becoming privateers in the navy. Uh, what ends up happening is Steed decides, you know what, I, you know, he's still shell shocked because you know he of uh, killing an officer and, and whatnot. And he goes back to his his wife and his life to because he's apparently legally dead, so he's like got to figure this out. But it leaves it, and he. But he realizes that's not the life for him, and he goes back out and searches for him. Meanwhile, Ed Blackbeard um, hasn't taken that too well. So where we find our, you know, season two is um, Steed is, you know, kind of rebuilding his crew and, and trying to get a ship. And Blackbeard has kind of gone off the deep end, and he's not the man that uh, uh, Steed had originally thought. So it's kind of interesting where we kind of, where we see people deal with 
loss of love and how they kind of deal with their emotions. It's uh, and that's kind of where it picks up from here. Yeah, what I what I loved about this season is where they kind of continued from season one is they play with a lot of like fun, like things that everyone deals with, especially when it comes to romance, but it happens to be set in this time period and with pirates. So really a a big chunk of season two is Ed and Steed. Like, are they going to get back together? Mm -hmm. But how they've taken this somewhat breakup period and how it affects what they do and how other pirates might take advantage of this time. And so I love how like half of our crew that at the end of season one decided to join Blackbeard, they've all like, you know, dressed like Blackbeard now. They're all part of his crew. And but they're noticing how like truly he's like unhinged. Like he's doing some crazy stuff that like <laughs> but everyone's kind of afraid to tell him because they're like, this is Blackbeard. The man could kill me at any point. <laughs> and Taika Waititi, like, he's so funny in this role. Like, I've always enjoyed his comedy and his acting. But, like, I think what's admire, you know, I admire about this is, like, it does have the Taika Waititi humor for his character. But, like, yeah. he plays him very honestly. Like, you can tell this is a broken man who he finally maybe had a chance at something that wasn't what he was doing and yeah. you know, I love how in the season, the first season, he's like wanting to learn about how being how to be an aristocrat, how to like live a fancier life. So when that all went away, naturally he's like extremely broken. Yeah. And to the point where like there's even a whole episode where once the crew kind of like deal with like we have to maroon this dude, like mutiny hap- needs to happen. We're gonna yeah. die. Cause there's a whole scene where he <laughs> He breaks off the steering wheel. So like they're stuck in a storm, like potentially going to die. So they kick him off the ship. And then he has this whole like dream sequence where he's like on this island with this guy and he pretends to be Jeff, the waiter, which, like the bartender, which was. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to own an inn. And like, how would that look like? And he does this whole. He thing. goes on this whole this whole like this journey where like he's like, yeah, an innkeeper. And that's like now his new dream. But he has this dream sequence where he sees Steed as like a merman. And it's almost like, oh, maybe this is, you know, something bigger than I expected. Meanwhile, Steed and his crew, because now they are kind of back to square one, they're having to like deal with just taking any jobs they can to make some money. Yeah. Which leads them right back to our good old pirate Jackie, Spanish Jackie, play Leslie Jones, who's hilarious. And they're doing all the the crappy jobs to try to. They need a ship, um, since the revenge was taken. Um, and I love that they offer up, uh, one of the um. I think it's Frenchie, right? Is it Frenchie? No, no, the Swede. No. Uh, the Swede. Yeah, yeah. They offer up the Swede as basically like a sex slave to Leslie Jones to be her like. Was it like twentieth husband or something? Twenty six or something like that. Uh, I lost count. But yeah, yeah uh, Nate, Nate, a fact. Mad Faxon, who he just hilarious is that yes, I'm the speed, like yeah, <laughs> and he becomes like her favorite, and he's like, he, you know, oh my god, it's it's just funny to see where all these characters kind of end up in these little points, and the Swede cracks me up so much. But like we was talking about, we have Izzy, who uh he's at a point where he, you know, as a friend before the mutiny, Blackbeard. He's really trying to be like, dude, you're off your hinge. Like, it's because you're, 
And, you know, the one thing you never want to say to a captain when they're in this emotional state is like the truth. And he says, like, you know, it's because of your feelings for Steed Bonnet and Blackbeard shoots him in the lake. And so there's a whole scene, too, where, like, they're supposed to kill Izzy. Of course, the crew doesn't. And Joel Fry as Frenchie actually is pretty funny when he then becomes now the, the first mate. Yeah. And Blackbeard's like, did you kill Izzy? And he's like, uh, yeah, I, yeah, you know, I did. I, I stabbed him. Uh, he's like, that's not your stabbing hand. <laughs> like all these little details. And then they find out Izzy's still alive. But then Izzy has this whole kind of come to Jesus moment in a way too, where you think that he kills himself. Yeah. Like Blackbeard talks to him and you think he does, but he doesn't. And I actually really like that they took the, the horse legs at the front of the ship and they yeah. kind of use that to make him a new leg. But now Blackbeard has to kind of, you know, make up for his sins. They put a cat bell on him so that he always has <laughs> so a he can't sneak so up like, on people. <laughs> which is hilarious. Um, and he's now having to like make it up to the crew. He's having to like, you know, kind of figure out where he is and we have kind of like a sweeter side to Blackbeard for a while. Meanwhile, Steed and the crew end up meeting a new pirate captain. So we have Zhang, who is a pirate queen of China and has an all-female ship, Red Flag. And some of our crew get back together. You know, we have our two great characters that are also in love, who one of them was thrown off by Blackbeard at the end of season one. I love that guy with the lisp. He's, he like is one of my favorite characters. He cracks me up on the show. Um. But the one, the dude who was, you know, he was kind of one of the lighter characters in season one. He's now taking a darker turn because of what Blackbeard did to him. Yeah, Lucius. So there's also I, Lucius. And again, there's like, I love that they play with these elements that are very real life issues when it comes to emotions, when it comes to romance, that people can change and be broken by breakups or near death experiences. <laughs> yeah. Um, and ultimately, it's like the season goes along to then, you know, we have these great moments where Steed and Ed are together and Ed is very plain, very cold. Like he's really not giving in to Steed's affections, even though you could tell that he desires Steed's affections. We have a great episode with Minnie Driver, um, which I loved. Um it reminded me kind of old episodes where like you go to a place and it's like it's a dinner party and then it turns out to be you know wacko crazy because she's she and this other girl are like also a couple but they've been together so long that yeah, they're they, like they play Mary Reed and Anne, Anne Bonnie which is I just love the little cameos of like real life pirates and how they like yeah make this but they're like toxic they're like Oh, what's going on? Like they're arguing in the back because the dinner's late and he comes back. Oh, something. Oh, it's a knife. Can you pull it out there? <laughs> like literally. Yeah, like, she has a knife in her back, and the other girl like poisons Minnie Driver. It's like it's just something we do. It's just something for fun. And they're like, Steen and Ed are looking at this like, okay, these are these are clearly some psycho, psycho yeah. people. Um, and then we have a whole like, it's Calypso Day, which I thought was fun. You know, we all know Calypso from pirate lore and. We have the wedding of not Ed and Steed, but yeah, Lucius and who's, who's the character? Black Pete. Black Pete <laughs> who I love. Um, but we have this whole big end scene where again, we've had this one character we had in the first season, we had our kind of the British Royal Navy are always kind of around to kind of, you know, mess things up. Um, 
we have a new character that in the first episode, he's also like Steed in that he's a wealthy aristocrat and he's trying to steal something from Spanish Jackie. Well, she has her nose of jars and she does take his nose, but then he plans to get revenge. And I kind of like the idea of him having this like porcelain nose he puts on. Kind of give him like a look, like a pirate look, even though he's a British officer. And, you know, he plans to basically try to take out these pirates. And we have this whole big, crazy fun and battle sequence. And I do love how like Ed really gets to have a chance to like do some damage and like save Steed. And ultimately Steed doesn't really do anything because that's so much his character. (laughs) Like he tries to fight, but he, he does get a few in, which I think that's been the great growth of Reese Darby's character who, yeah, he is such the front man of the show. He's so fun to watch because he's so charismatic and truly nothing gets him down. Yeah. And the idea that, uh, you know, he has no skills whatsoever, but he survived yeah. this long. <laughs> he survived this long. He just like makes things work. There's a great episode where they do commandeer this one ship. They raid it. And there's this great kind of, long cloak that he takes and the crew on that ship are like you know that's a it's a cursed yeah haunted it's cursed and then the whole crew on the revenge are like don't wear that thing around me and he's just like but it looks so nice come on like you know and just things like that which i i just love i love his new zealand accent just like reigning true in this show Hmm. but you really do watch the show for these these actors i think the cast is what really makes the show Again, like yeah, there is plot and it's it's fun, but it's these kind of silly moments and real life moments between this cast that really, you know, it's the reason why I love the show. I yeah. love their acting. I love what their connections mean. And it's again, we were we were surprised in the first season, but this is to me a better way to have representation of all types of love in a show without yeah. really shoving it in your face or really trying to make a message about it. They do it in a very clever way and it's just very natural. Well, you, yeah. I mean, you have to There's think other like, shows where it's like, you know, well, you have to think of all but, pirate shows. I mean, there had to been, you have a crew of all men. There had to been like some romance and whatnot. It's just, you know, and I think what's great about the pirates that they represent is that, kind of the rock star lore, but it's like, it's about family in the end. And like, you know, we have, um, Izzy's character has a great, you know, monologue. Like, you don't understand what piracy is. And it is really interesting to see how, when I watch the show, it's, it just depicts it in such a beautiful way that I'm like, oh man, this is like, I think Taika and Reese, they, they do such a great job doing that romance and that, that connection together that they just, they play off each other so well. Yeah, and that really stems from, you know, they've known each other for like 20 plus years working in the business. And you can just tell, like, they really, they do it so well on the show. So I do hope this show gets a third season. They left it off in a fun place where Izzy and the crew go off and Ed and Steed have stayed on land to run an inn. So they're going to run an inn and be an innkeeper's. And that could be really interesting too to see these two now really not having to like continually save their neck. But maybe there's a, a plot point where at some point the crew of the revenge get into some, you know, treacherous waters yeah. and both their captains have to come rescue them. 
So I do hope this show gets a third season. Uh, I really do enjoy the show. It's quite fun. It's amusing. Also, just in a in a sea of constant content out there, it's nice to see a show stick to twenty eight minute episodes. Yeah, like uh, I I appreciate when they're like only you know twenty eight to thirty minute episodes, um, which isn't always the case. So for me, I thoroughly enjoyed season two. Flag means death. I hope we get more. I'm going to give this show an 8.5 out of 10. Same here. 8.5 out of 10. Uh, definitely enjoyed it. And uh, I look forward to and pray that we get a third season. So you can check out seasons one and two of Our Flag Means Death on HBO Max or Max. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.